It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Well, it is often applied today when it comes to big tech, and that is the Ben Franklin phrase, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. But on the issue, we have to go a little bit further. Antitrust, how these companies operate, how they have an effect on society. We've heard the debates over Section 230. Uh, That's been uh, going on for a couple of years now. But what about Congress and their responsibility and or their ability to do anything about this, especially in a Democrat-led Congress? Representative Ken Buck uh, from Colorado's 4th District joins me now. Uh, Representative Buck, you have produced a bill, an effort co-sponsored by Burgess Owens, Representative Owens, Gooden, Cawthorn, Sparks, Gates, even getting some uh, Democrat attention to this. So what's in the bill and what are your goals? Well, the the goal first is is really simple. Uh, the only way to deal with censorship of conservatives is to address the monopoly platforms that are censoring conservatives. Uh, when it comes to cable news, uh, conservatives and liberals don't feel like they're censored because they have a variety of news shows that they can go to and, and listen to that uh, represent their point of view. And, and they feel like they get information, good, valuable information from those shows. The same with newspapers, uh, hundreds, if not thousands of newspapers across the country. And uh, Americans can can look at The Wall Street Journal or The New York Times. It, it, it is their preference. When it comes to information that you get from searches, 94% of of desktop searches are on Google. When Google changes its algorithm to discriminate against conservatives, um, that affects the public opinion in this country. When Facebook bans a president of the United States and yet leaves a uh, a leader of Syria, uh, really a a leader who is – gassed his own people and and uh, uh, committed atrocities on Facebook, that's that's wrong. Same with Twitter, same with uh, these other companies. And so using the antitrust laws in a way that creates competition and gives consumers choice. How do you walk that line carefully? And I want to get a little bit more into the antitrust component because that doesn't get enough of the discussion, in my opinion, on media. Typically, we engage in the oh, it's the censorship, censorship of conservatives. Uh, That's not a new thing. But I want to go further into antitrust. But how do you walk that line between government intrusion and freedom, which has its risk and its rewards. And I'm a free market guy. I believe in competition. There are other platforms beginning to grow out there. Uh, Parla's considered a alternative, a conservative alternative. Uh, Clout Hub, uh, more open, regardless of side, uh, up a Gab or maybe Rumble or others. So how do you walk that line while at the same time allowing others to, to have that opportunity to build and rise? Well, uh, the the line right now, these companies are, are the largest companies in the world and in the history of the world. They they uh, the revenue of the four companies that have been targeted with this antitrust legislation are greater 
than the gross national product of all but 18 countries in the world. So how do we walk the line? We've, we uh, have six uh, very specific bills that target very specific areas of misconduct by these companies so that competitors can compete in the, in the marketplace, so that Parler does have a fair shot of competing with Twitter um, and, and uh, others have, have a shot of uh, competing with Google and, and Amazon and Apple and, uh, and Facebook. Uh, so the, the idea is not to come in with a chainsaw, but a scalpel and, and examine particular areas. For example, the state attorney generals are doing much of the good work when it comes to uh, enforcing antitrust laws. Uh, the uh, major companies always want to remove cases to the Northern District of California. It takes years and years and years to try those cases. The attorney generals want to keep them in the state where they're filed, in their home state. And uh, this bill gives, one of the bills gives the attorney generals the uh, opportunity to keep those uh, uh, lawsuits in, in the state in which they were filed, in the home state of the attorney general. Uh, that, that's helpful. Uh, it's helpful we have a non-discrimination bill that, that outlaws predatory pricing as it uh, pertains to these uh, four tech companies. We have a, uh, a merger bill that uh, shifts the burden and requires these four companies to uh, show that the merger is pro-competitive um, as opposed to the government having to show it's anti-competitive. We do that because there were 750 mergers that went unexamined by the, uh, the Federal Trade Commission and the Antitrust Division uh, because of the, the standards that are in place now for, for mergers. They're very, very difficult to, to challenge. So given all of those uh, uh, specific pieces of, in, of, of legislation, um, we hope that we create more competition in the marketplace and give consumers more choice. Let's talk about the antitrust laws. And, you know, if we go back to this, we're looking as far back as 1890 updates in the early uh, 1900s from the Sherman Act uh, to where we are today, the Clayton Act. And, you know, you say that, and rightfully so, that there hasn't been any real update in basically 100 years. What needs to be done, in your opinion, with antitrust legislation now to bring it up to date and, and to meet this new environment with cyber, with technology? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's a great uh, point and, and a great history lesson, really. The Sherman Act was passed in 1888. Um, light bulbs hadn't even been invented in 1888. We're now at a point in time where, uh, with one click, people are ordering groceries or uh, ordering, um, you know, uh, running shoes or, or whatever it is that they uh, want online, never leaving their homes. And that technology uh, has uh, the laws have not been updated to deal with the new uh, the, the new economy that, that we have right now in America and around the world. And so uh, these bills, again, are designed to address that. And uh, and I don't at, at all criticize companies for success or for getting big. I, I think that there is a. Uh, an efficiency in, in size, and these companies have been uh, wildly successful. 
But one of the reasons they were wildly successful is because uh, the the uh, marketplace allowed them to uh, grow and, and, and compete. Now we need to make sure that the next generation of businesses has that same opportunity. My guest, Representative Ken Bach from Colorado's 4th District, and on the table, what to do about these uh, major companies operating in some ways as or effectively as monopolies. You know, I'm, I'm thinking back, and it, is there a parallel to the breakup of the Bells? We saw the, the baby Bells come into existence, and then there were even rules put in place at that time, which allowed the bigger companies to acquire control of the smaller companies. And is that also a fear or a concern? Let's not call it a fear or concern that if we do update and change antitrust laws to meet today's standards, that we'll just end up with, you know, the bosses of the Senate approach again, where they control these industries, control the legislators. Well, I think it's a, a good analogy to a certain extent. Um, one of the bills that we have uh, uh, dropped and, and will be considered is uh, a bill involving uh, portability of data. So if you uh, conduct searches on, on a particular search engine, they keep a data file on you and they sell that to advertisers so those advertisers can make relevant uh, advertisements to you. The, uh, that data file, the, the big question is who owns that file? The same thing uh, happened uh, in the 1990s with the cell phone number. Who owns the cell phone number? And when Congress passed the law, the Telecommunications Act of 1996, it said that it, individuals own that cell phone number. So if you wanted to go from one carrier to another with your cell phone number, you could do that. And that allowed uh, consumers to make choices and forced uh, businesses to compete uh, for those consumers. The same thing will happen with the search data. If you take your uh, digital file and decide to move somewhere, you're going to be rewarded for that. You're going to be given uh, hotel points, airline miles, uh, dollars back um, as a result of the massive profits that a search company can make uh, off of that digital file. My guest, Representative Ken Bach from Colorado's 4th District. You know, by the way, I'm one of those portable. <laughs> I, I've had a 212 number since the 90s since they made that available, and I still have it today just to have that New York number. So I get the principle there. Last question, and we're unfortunately going to be out of time in about three minutes, uh, Representative Buck, but this is an important point to this for, I think, the listeners out there. Control of your data. Technology has come into play even in the form of, of virtual private networking, VPN, the ability to encrypt and protect your data, to your point about who controls and owns your data. How much do you think that type of technology will help people control their data and reduce the influence of these companies? Well, I think I, I think it could help a, a huge amount. And, and frankly, I use a, a, a search engine that that doesn't sell advertising and doesn't uh, record my data. And so, uh, the idea that people have a choice between how much privacy they want. And uh, on the other hand, these companies, if they're competing, will start paying consumers for that option. People can make a choice. Do I want $10 a month or do I want 
uh, you know, my privacy uh, uh, strictly uh, protected. And when they make that choice, that's that's really what this country is all about is is that freedom of, of choosing uh, in, in the marketplace. And so it's it, I, I think it's absolutely uh, great that these technologies are, are developing right now. Yeah, see, I, I see that this, you know, explosion of VPN, of controlling your data as a great way, even to the sites that don't sell your advertising or whatever. When you put it in, it goes to a server. Therefore, it exists. So for me, technology is a part of this and consumer choice. And we, right, you and I as Americans have a choice to make uh, is something that we treasure in this country, that freedom of choice. And I oftentimes people don't exercise that enough. I absolutely agree. And, and uh, I, I agree with you also that, that technology is meeting the, the consumer demand for privacy. And uh, I think we'll have those options. And it'll be interesting to see the intersection of the options of uh, that privacy and the, uh, the uh, commercialization of, of data. Well, we'll continue to follow this. Good luck, sir. You've got some great co-sponsors there, and this is an important issue for everyone. It doesn't matter what side of the political aisle. This is about data security and control of our lives in many ways. Thank you. Thank you very much. Representative Ken Buck from Colorado's 4th District. Again, you know, efforts, we'll see how far they go. The Democrats have control, but some Democrats favor this. It'll be interesting to see where it goes and how far it goes. Uh, you have choice. Why I bring up the VPN issue, for instance, or as Representative Buck said, he uses a search engine that doesn't rely on advertising, doesn't store and sell his data. There are many options out there. We make choices. The companies see the difference over time. If enough people make a choice, it can have a greater effect. Kerry Pickett next. You, A lot of you have been asking about this. What's happening with those that were arrested on January 6th and following January 6th? What about this solitary confinement for those who participated in the riot? Kerry Pickett, senior campaign reporter for The Washington Examiner, next. You can join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east, on Sirius XM Patriot 125.